It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. What's the word with the markets this morning? Well, markets are uh, a little wobbly today, I guess, because uh, Fed Chair uh, Powell is speaking again and uh, trying to digest what he's got to say. Um, you know, we did have a, a good bounce last week where markets were up 6%, uh, but then we saw things pull back again yesterday. I mean, there's still a lot of concern over a slowing economy as well as aggressive rate hikes, and those two don't mix. Investors don't love that. Um, you know, we're getting mixed economic data out of the U.S. as well. So I think it's really investors really trying to figure out, you know, have we seen peak inflation? Uh, we'll be getting the next data in July here, and I think that's going to give us more clarity uh, on where things are going to be going here over the next quarter. Okay, and so what did he, what did Jerome Powell have to say? Uh, well, he's saying consumers are in strong shape, which they are. Uh, a lot of people ended up saving money over the past few years, right? Um, you know, there's pent-up demand still. People are spending money on travel. Uh, corporations are also in strong shape. Uh, and unemployment is low. And so all of things, these things are still contributing, though, uh, to inflation. And so that's uh, kind of the fight he's got to fight right now. Um, you know, their main objective is still to uh, restore price stability, um, which will support longer-term economic health. And so, I mean, they want to see inflation back at 2%. Of course, that's not going to happen overnight. And it does take some time as well with these in- interest rate hikes to see them really filter into the economy. So that's what we'll be looking for over the coming months and quarters. Okay, so a lot to watch there, a lot to watch here with our interest rates at home, too, because that's having quite an impact, too, like, for instance, on the real estate market, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the real estate market is starting to show some signs of, of cooling, as you and I have talked about. Um, we saw Canadian home sales have dropped for a few months in a row now. Uh, prices are starting to decline in some of the hottest markets, like um, they mentioned Chilliwack in southern Ontario. Um, you know, there's been a drop in home resales uh, across Canada between April and May, and that drop was about 8.6%. So when you think about if sales are lower, uh, we're also seeing inventory high. So new listings are rising, uh, only again by 4.5% month over month in Canada. So when you see these little movements, it it means that we may have seen, in my opinion, the peak of the real estate market. uh, And I think we're going to see more slowing to come. Uh, just because with these higher rates, affordability obviously goes down. And especially here in Canada, um, you know, where they do a mortgage stress test. Uh, so they calculate, you know, what you're able to afford using the higher of 5.25%, um, or the contract rate plus 2%. And now, you know, already mortgages, we're seeing at 4, 4.5% for a five-year lock, well, now they're kind of stress-testing you if you're good enough at 6%. And for a lot of people, um, the home prices, especially here in the lower mainland, are just way too high. Right. And do you think this is going to cool some of that? I, I do. I, I don't see how it couldn't. Um, you know, any time in, in history, if we've had rates move higher, it obviously is going to affect the real estate market. The difference between now and the 80s is back in the 80s, there was a lot less mortgage debt than we have today and a lot less debt, period. Um, right now, Canadians are kind of, uh, I think it's a dollar eighty per dollar of disposable income. 
uh, in terms of debt, and uh, and that's just too high. So these rate hikes, especially when they're coming so fast at people, um, you know, this isn't a quarter point per meeting. This is half a point. Now they're talking July 13th could be three quarters of a point, right, following um, following the Fed in the U.S., uh, kind of doing what they're doing. And again, I you know, we get it. They're trying to front load these interest rate hikes so they can get inflation under control as quickly as possible because, frankly, they allowed it to go on too long in terms of stimulus, and they should have started uh, hiking rates last year. So who's who's paying for that mistake now? Uh, everybody who has a variable mortgage, a line of credit, um, and again, what they're trying to do, they're trying to slow down demand, slow down the economy, uh, including the housing market. So uh, that is going to affect, in, in my opinion, home buyers going forward. Right, because there's a lot of people who bought when the prices were crazy, even earlier this year, just a few months ago, right? Yeah, and then, you know, I... You know, we were talking about this on air going, rates can't stay low, and we knew rates were going to go or, or move higher. Uh, what we didn't know is when, you know, the invasion of Ukraine happened, that inflation would spike, and then that would, you know, force them to move at a rate we haven't seen in, in you know, decades. And so that's the, the issue that we're looking at, and it doesn't look like they're going to slow down anytime soon. We saw Canada's inflation rate come out even higher um, on the last read. So, so again, they're going to be raising rates again by half a point to 0.75 um, on July 13th is what's expected. And and how this affects people, and, and you know, I always talk about retirees and so on, and they kind of go, well, you know, what is what do mortgage rates have to do with me? And, and it does because there's some people who are looking to downsize, right? That's a big part of retirement. And one's home is a big nest egg that they've been sitting on and they may think, oh, well, I'll I'm going to downsize in a year or two. Well, that could be the bottom of the real estate market. Who knows at that time? And that could really affect, um, you know, what you thought you were going to be getting out of your home. The other thing that I've seen in the last two years with a lot of clients, um, per se, is they wanted to take money out of their portfolios or to the bank, give it to their adult children to go buy real estate. Um, you know, and I kept on saying, well, that's a great idea. We believe in early gifting a lot, as long as it makes sense for you. But you also want to make sure it's a good time in the real estate market to do that. So again, if you're thinking about doing that, you know, talk to a financial advisor, talk to your advisor, you know, just make sure that that's uh, what, what works for you today, especially given what's happening with interest rates and will likely happen in the real estate market going forward. Yeah, like I think all of that has changed for people now, hasn't it? Like you were going to talk about downsizing. That was something that, you know, we were thinking about doing at my house. But mm-hmm. now all of that is kind of on hold as we kind of wait to see how this shakes out. Of course, and at your age, you can you can hold off. But what about those who are you know seventy eight, eighty, eighty two years old? Um, you know they don't have maybe time to wait for another market cycle uh, to wait for their their home price to go back to where they thought it should be, right? And again, that's uh, always fluid. What you think your real estate, you know, what your home price should be. And, um, and you know, we're just a few months off of the peak. So, you know, what I've been saying to clients, if they're thinking about downsizing, you know, contact your realtor and, and see what they have to say. And make sure if you are selling, that you're selling at a price that's good for today's market, not for January's market, for example, right? Um, you're never going to sell at the ultimate high, usually, uh, whether that's the stock market or the real estate market. And so just understand the market that you're in. Okay, that seems like everybody should just pause. Like it sounds like you're saying everyone should just wait and see what's going to happen in the real estate market. 
Uh, no, I'm saying that rates are moving higher and we're starting to see things slow, actually. And so I think that people who need or want to kind of make a move in terms of their real estate, some people want to sell, move up to the Okanagan, who knows where you know, what, what their personal situation is. Everyone's unique uh, and needs an advisor to really comment on it. Uh, but in my opinion, I think that this is, you know, the beginning of the slowdown of the real estate market. And so you need to choose what's, what's right for you uh, in terms of a decision on and when you list, how you buy, and that sort of thing, because these rate hikes are going to have an impact. When you think of, you know, rates have gone from a five-year lock from, you know, under 2% to close to 5% and maybe even over that uh, here in July. So so those are things to keep in mind. Um, you know, in my opinion, real estate prices don't always just go up. They don't just flatten out. They can also go down. So, again, you have to choose what's right for you uh, and get good advice from an advisor. Right. The, the one that you mentioned there, too, which is so interesting, which is adults, and I know this is very common, gifting their children some money, say, for a down payment on something. Well, that decision becomes a lot harder, doesn't it, Lori, when you realize that maybe your kids now can't afford the mortgage payment because of the interest rates. Yes, exactly. And so what you don't want to get you know sucked into is you know having to pay for some of the mortgage payments, right, a percentage of it or half of it, you know, unless you really can afford it. What we never want to see is someone's retirement um, you know, uh, you know, uh, hurt because they've uh, gifted early to their adult uh, children. So remember, a financial plan, retirement plan, that sort of thing is really important. You know, don't think just because you have you know hundreds of thousands or millions in your portfolio that that's just good enough. You really need to see the numbers on paper to decide if yes, you can gift money early. And again, you can gift money early uh, to an adult child, and they can have an investment portfolio. They can put in money market or GICs, whatever, but I'm just saying that maybe now is not the time to rush into real estate for for those types of buyers. Um, they should see, you know, what's going to be happening over the coming coming quarters and, and see how, how much the real estate market does slow here. All right. That's all something we're all watching at this point. Lori, thank you. Thanks so much, Jimmy. That's Lori Pinkowski. She's a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity, helping us make sense of the markets on this Wednesday morning. And remember, you can contact her team at 604-695-LORI. Check out their website at pinkowski.ca.